Welcome, welcome. <laughs> it's episode eight. Of Mandy's Book Club. Yeah. No, this is when you say Murder on the Dodgers. Murder on the Dodgers. I keep forgetting the other two every time. And then Jade messaged me being like, they're these. And I've forgotten them. The Ticket Collector. It's almost as if human brains aren't designed to retain information. It but is, use isn't it? information. That's a perfect segue into something I wanted to talk about first. Uh, you got me. You got me nervous this week. No, I don't be nervous because it's not about that. But you know the whole reason we set this up and everything about Chopwood Carry Water is about giving people voices. And yeah, then, as long as they're ours. Well, I then realised the irony in that we've recorded eight episodes of just me and you speaking to each other. Yeah. So far, but that's not so. And like everything we spoke about is about people using their voices, and then the space next door was about being able for for people to be able to like put action to their voices and things like that. And then everything that's happened with the A-level results is a perfect example of why you should use your voice. Because enough young people were angry enough about it, enough teachers were angry enough about it, enough people were angry, that the government did an entire U-turn on their approach to it. And I just think, if that isn't a good enough example of why you should always share what you're thinking, I don't know what is. Because, mm. like, Twitter was, like, rife with people being, like, well, with, like young people being like you've effectively ruined my life so much so that the government couldn't ignore it and then had to U-turn which is uh, I think is built off the ongoing work of people across you know like you'll see it across the whole spectrum of life recently with people actually standing their ground on stuff and understand that they do have power but yeah, yeah I think and that's kind of where I come from with the idea of how far can you take that Because Mm. sometimes it seems really wild and out there to say, we have to rebuild something from scratch. And people are like, yeah, but you can't because that's just not how we do things. But if if that was the approach to everything in life, nothing would change. At some point, things have to change. Exactly. And I just think if that isn't a good enough example of why every time you feel compelled to speak, you should speak, I don't know what is. Because it's been like, that is such an accessible example of what happens when you just put stuff on social media. So what I'm saying is, if you think you have something to say, just say it right now. Put it on Instagram. Put it on Twitter. Yeah. And also, I think with that, there comes the... If you are... If you have something to say, the responsibility that comes with that is you have to listen. Yeah. So, like, to, to add back. So it's not about... I think when you talk about oh the irony of us just recording our own voices, but that's all we can do. Yeah, it's not for us to go and it's not, it's not like we will give you the platform of a voice. <laughs> that's because that's not the argument. That's not sca- You know, it's it's to show that any one idiot any- and a doctor can mm. start and put it out there with yeah. anything. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, so you know, the it's important to try and. <laughs> This sounds so cringeworthy. Oh, well, I just see us as a catalyst. For a <laughs> yeah, let's go with it. Let's go, yeah. with it. let's go with that cheesy phrase. But what, you know, what if we quit? Yeah, well, I think there would be people that would be like, why have you stopped? <laughs> We're getting the band back together. Maybe we should <laughs> we to, to peak interest for the, like... Yeah, we'll, like, take, we'll, we'll, no, we'll split up for like we'll split up like the a, band for two weeks and then let's say that forward. me and you had a massive falling out over some creative differences we had creative differences we haven't recorded in three weeks and then we'll do restorative practice yeah and we'll film it all and then we'll come back together and we'll be like this is the reunion then spin off we'll have another argument on the reunion be like, uh, yeah, basically, I accepted Michaela's apology. Be like, I'm apologising. <laughs> Did you ever watch, have you ever watched things like um, The Real Housewives of Cheshire? <laughs> because they do these shows all the time. So they have a whole series. And the man sits them all around together at the yes, end. Yes, you know exactly what I'm talking about. I'm, but I remember, time they what was the original? They have massive argument. It's like Real Housewives of Orange County. That's exactly the one I meant. That's the one I've watched. But yeah, and then they have this thing at the end where they all come together and then they have this massive argument every single time. About their scripted yeah, show. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Stay tuned because we know we're not going to have... Well, we revisit each episode and be like, remember when you said this? We need a mediator. Forever. I don't think there's much conflict between us. There is no conflict. Maybe, I think it'd be more likely there'd be a spin-off show where people sit you down and they're like, 
Mickey, you're a victim. In <laughs> it's not to don't spill your coffee. <laughs> Where people are like, no, Mickey, this is this is actual like bullying. Like you need to. <laughs> yeah, I'll be fine. I'll be... If I listen back, I'm aware. You'll, pro- you'll probably help put in secret messages. Me, uh, I've yeah. been blinking. <laughs> Ivana Trump style. <laughs> this whole time, it's been seven episodes and no one has caught on. Well. I mean, Hufflepuffs are dispense- dispensable. <laughs> no. Okay. Good luck finding a new host. So, the angriest podcast in... I think that was actually one of the angriest podcasts. Not, I mean... Making the trailer was the most fun I've ever had. Yeah, I can imagine. It was angry. But that's what happens when I have two coffees back to back. But I think people should be angry. I think, yeah. It's I, a healthy... I completely agree. I think people should be angry about it. And want to vent about it. And I just felt like that was the week that I had to. I feel better this week. And, you know, we are not professing to be... uh, You know, you don't come here to listen to Clarissa Explains It All. (laughs) I mean, you don't come here to find facts, really. No, but that's not what we're... No. It's always... From the start, we've always been like, this is opinions. And I'm going to say my opinion on this. And yeah, I was passionately opinionated last week. But I stand by them. I think right now there's a lot... It's a really difficult time because you can say stuff knowing it's going to oh, get a load of... It's like you can virtue signal on the internet and mm. post stuff knowing that people will be like, yeah, so true. Like the fact that Instagram have... That I send people all the time that hand clap emoji. Yeah. Like a quick reaction. Yeah. But I, like, I think it's it can be really authentic and I, I don't really see... The downside, if you have, I, I question whether I should post stuff. Am I just posting it because I think people are going to think I'm, oh God, what a noble thing to say. But then I also know there's people on my social media accounts that I'm saying stuff and I think, oh, this is going to, this could go one of two mm. ways. Um, but I think people are reluctant to talk about stuff for fear of, because it used to be really easy Back in the day, mm. before you were on the internet, you know, growing up, I felt like you could definitely be like, hey, racism is bad. And people yeah. would be like, yes, it is. Yeah. <laughs> Whereas now, it's like, you say that and people are like, yeah, but, you know, it's a lot more complicated than that. <laughs> uh, do you know how much, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, no, racism yeah. is bad. Like, there's, yeah. no, there's no reason for it. And that's why I think that we are in a position where if... You know, looking at growing up and what we're doing and all walks of life in your employment, in your personal development plans with your bosses, if you're a parent, whatever you're doing, the idea that teaching people to question stuff and understand it, not, not you know, like there is a big responsibility on celebrities. Like it's got to the point where celebrity culture has enough power to become political leaders. Yeah. Like Arnold Schwarzenegger, like is Arnold Schwarzenegger the reason Trump? Like, did he mm. open the like door for that? Because people laughed when he was running for yeah. governor, and actually now it's weird that he. Well, it's we're in that situation. So I'm off on one now. Okay. Here we go. Um, that people now look back on George W. Bush with like affection, so on nostalgia. I- so I was listening to something this week that said the exact same thing. That oh, now it was people... probably a really wise. Was it a white paper published by Brunel no, University? It was some trash podcast <laughs> I was listening to. It was BuzzFeed. It was a BuzzFeed. Wanted to rank in the the cutest president. Let me just put you back in your place, sorry. <laughs> could have um, big me up a big... You no, could have been like, I, oh yeah, it's on a private I think, university. No, it was thing. on one of the podcasts that I listened to, which I think you would not listen to, because it was about murder. Um, but they were talking about how you now see him as ah yeah like oh bless him like Ronald Reagan whereas actually what they did you know he he was ridiculed for being like a dumb president that made bad decisions and now you kind of like think oh like Jay Leno went to meet him on his ranch look at his cars and it was really like even I was like oh look at this dodgy old like guy oh but remember good old George W. Bush (laughs) Just killing those people over yeah. oh, far away from us. And now you've got... He looks amazing by comparison. Uh, yeah, exactly. But that doesn't take away what he did. No. And it shouldn't take away what he did. But the fact that you've got someone like Donald Trump 
just hourly trumping ev- that was no pun intended <laughs> nothing oh, wrong oh, that is the best pun I've ever done but what the and best pun you've ever it. done and you didn't know it <laughs> but yeah I just but it it kind of downplays other stuff that people have done that is just as abhorrent but you kind of forget about it okay here's an interesting talking point that is di- we'll go the long way around to all the points we're making um over long enough periods of time the uh, atrocities that are committed over time become more digestible and that world war ii and adolf hitler and the horrendous acts that took place are too close to us in time Mm. to be reflected upon whereas when people look back at genghis khan and this has been covered on podcasts other podcasts not our podcast but i guess you know why not just reshare information freely (laughs) um the idea that you know people will look back and go oh yes but they you know the work of genghis khan opened up trade routes to china and all this stuff and it's like oh but also reduced the population by 10 like he lowered Didn't he change the climate? He killed so many people that he lowered the carbon footprint. There is some ridiculous statistics about. Yeah, if you listen to Dan Carlin's hardcore histories, the um, about getting his car, it's hours of your life that are totally worth it. Um, They talk about walking across the steppe and seeing, uh, which is a huge part of Mongolia, and what they thought were snow-capped mountains. No, and it was skulls and it was just humans. Yeah. But yeah, anyway, um, that, you know, is it in another 3,000 years, they'll be like, oh, do you remember when that German leader uh, made the railways really efficient and brought us the VW, like, production yeah. car and m- murdered millions of people? <laughs> but then even right now, there's still people that are, that will argue the case against. Oh, like Holocaust deniers? Yeah. Yeah. But there's flat earthers and... I mean, but that, that is a very real thing. <laughs> Someone I know posted, I didn't watch it because it was late and I made an adult choice to not stay up watching after our podcast the other day. Um, and it was, I think, John Stewart or someone talking about why conspiracy theories are rife now. Yeah. And as soon as he posted it, someone posted a meme that had already been made about that video being like, oh, I'm a left, you know, like the rebuttal to it. Right. I've seen, I think I've seen the video about <coughs> conspiracy theories are rife at the moment. Apparently he talks about, well, it's in this current day, it's 2020 and we should be past it. But. Yeah, it's similar to that. But yeah. But I'm I think, you know, to... like the, anyone that is posting about conspiracy theories and privacy wars and, you know, like um, the government trying to surreptitiously manipulate us and they're posting it on Facebook. Yeah, there is... A, yeah, it's the there's irony. A, there's something's yeah. missing. Well, it's, I think it's just that... You suspend disbelief, don't you? And then they'll be like, oh, I'm trying to be censored. And like, I get this message. And it's like, well, yeah, there is like real censorship issues on the internet right now. But if they really wanted to censor you, they just delete your account. Yeah. If it was, if what you were saying was dangerous, you know, there's people that have government officials turn up at their doors being like, you, you sent this in an email. Are they wearing black suits? I wouldn't remember. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, I completely agree. I like that you were woke enough to, to refer to them as them. Are, are they wearing... Was not was he or was she wearing it? Well, no. You didn't assume they're... Pro- Although, is it offensive to say they? No. That's like a generic. But that's not, because some people choose that as their pronoun. So is it like yeah. you're... Uh, I'm getting nervous mm, now. Yeah, me too. Stop talking. Stop talking. We'll just stop talking about that. Record yeah. scratch. <laughs> Cut that. Don't touch on us. No, no. Well, Mickey's got um, a book on the table. Yeah, but I, I I covered my point within the first five minutes because I just needed to say it. Legends, but I think it. So good, so I can continue talking. Thanks. Well, right no. now. I'm joking. But I also had something else to say. But then go. York, you went on such a sidebar. I was like, my point doesn't matter anymore. Well, Luke, I like I like that you use the word sidebar, and I think it's because you're young, so it must mean something to do with like. Sidebars and tabs, as opposed to... No, I use it because I've heard it on another podcast. Oh, okay. Sidebar. This is a sidebar. 
but I'm going to talk about it. So old people would say on a side note or on yeah, a tangent. Yeah, you probably say on a side, yeah. But you, to you, that probably is like, ta- you probably, when you see the word tangent in your mind, is it written in oldie English font? <laughs> no. Tangent, I don't silos. the word tangent in my mind. Silo is a word that comes up in my job constantly. Uh, these people are working in a silo. Yes. We need to bridge the gap. All the time. Create, uh, All the time. I hate it. Because being from the countryside, you're silo like a, has silo's a got grain in it. <laughs> Get so that. I'm always like, Don't fall in a silo. What? Every time I'm like, oh yeah, you're talking about the. And also, is it furloughs and silos are similar? Is a silo, silo is like a, like a ditch. Not just a grain silo. There's a. Bigger. Oh. Hmm. I couldn't comment on plowing techniques. When we get our internet from... on the internet, they can look it up. <laughs> yeah, can you research this, please? I bet you could comment on plowing techniques. No, I no, Not that sort of West Country. No. I'm not... No, I'm not a farmer. I've watched people farm. Oh, but... yeah, of course, because you're the uni- You're the educated West Country. Oh, you, you're, God, yeah, okay. I opened myself up there. You did. But... I'm, no. not, I'm not a farmer from the West Country. Heaven I... forbid I should feed people. Look at my hands, dude, for Christ's sake. Straight in. What's God got to do with <laughs> washing your hands? Where's the swear jar? Who's calling me? Guys, uh, all the both listeners out there, if you could let us know whether blasphemy counts towards There's the swear rules box. on the swear jar. I didn't read it. I thought I'd save it for us to go through. But I hadn't got to that. I thought I was going to let you get through your educated points. But oh, okay. So my other point about um, what happened last week was... I'm probably going to swear during this. But the amount of older people being like, it's fine if you fail your A-levels, because look at me now. I've done really well, and I don't have any A-levels. I'm like, that is not helpful to those kids that don't are not getting into university right now. Like, the amount of people that then... So, like, as amazing it is, speaking from your own experiences and being like, this needs to change, and young people being annoyed about it, there were also a subgroup of people that jumped on the back of it to A, show that they're doing better than everyone else in the world, and, like, just not understanding that they had no empathy for the position that they were in, because they wanted to talk about, oh, well, I did fine. But, like, there was no, imp- like, there was no thought to be like, how does that person feel right now? like this hour about the fact that they have not got into their first choice uni which is what they were basing the rest of their life around i agree so i just wanted to get that out of the way as well yeah i think can everyone if i see that next year what's happening today with the gcse results don't worry if you didn't get the gcse results you were expecting i now sell cars so don't worry it'll be fine well hang on fuck off or but maybe those people had a horrendous experience with their GCSEs and were told at the time, well, you've absolutely ruined your life now. What are you going to do with but, yourself? But there's no context to that. You're, it's, just a, it's just a sentence. Yeah, but I think... Do you think their intention is bad? Are they are they doing it well, to be like, no, look at me their now? their intention isn't bad. But or are I they saying, think... hey, I was in your position and it's okay? Well, I didn't think of it like that. I was just thinking of, like, it's really... Like, I don't know. It's I'm belittling just their it as, emotions. Yes, yeah, I just saw it as that being like, it would, it would just be fine. But what if, what if they had started the sentence with, hey, I know you're feeling a bit lost right now. Yeah, well, that would what be, I'd like, yeah. What I'd like you to know is that despite not having any qualifications, yeah. I've still managed to pursue a life that is fulfilling. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think it's, there's two ways to look at it. But I think as a society... Like, I was thinking about this on the way in. It's like, you have no choice, really, other than to accept that, oh, you will have exams. You have to do this. Mm-hmm. And I was trying to play out, like, what I was thinking about in terms of, like, how early it should start within our society where your measure as a person is, you know, we both coach in a gym and we're not like, oh, yeah, that, that one workout you did defines you mm. for the rest of your life or, or undermines anything you've ever done before. Mm. Like, everyone has bad days. And the, the fact that university, you know, I don't know enough about this. Maybe I should just not talk about it and become part of the thing that frustrates me. No. Um, I really worry... I, I, I don't know. Like, I think that adversity is good for young people. Yeah. But it seems to be such a p- 
pinhead of mm. like the only adversity you you know as well as all the stuff in your life but it's like educationally we're gonna put these like pinch points in yeah that are make or break as opposed to consist you know if you look at a lot of things in life that will help you telling people that you know process is more important than the end result mm. and if you're looking you know if you want to reverse engineer a goal what you do every day is more important than what you do at the goal yeah you know there are people you know and it, it's not the exception to the rule it's probably a bigger percentage there's people who are the, you know i personally i experienced people in my year who worked at least 100 percent harder than me mm. more diligently did everything they should have done and didn't get the results. Yeah. But actually, if you wanted someone to work for you, doing a job that required consistency... Yeah, all like, of those skills. They were the person mm. to employ, not me. Yeah. And but, but this is the system is set up to be like, universities are in a position where like, well, we have to have a system, so it's this. Yeah. If there was no A-level results, it was like, you just have to hit this attendance. You have to be able to demonstrate that you can do these things. Yeah. And then you can just come to university because money is not the fact, you know. But it is that thing. There's, there's first choices. You know, imagine you were, the, <laughs> you were the university that people are like, oh, this is the, you know, we're everyone's 15th choice. Yeah. That's the same as, like, sets, where it's like, oh, yeah. your bottom set yeah. maths. Yeah. As opposed to you go to maths mm-hmm. and we work with you where you're at. Yeah. The, just the language itself. But this is the culture we live in where there'll be people being like, oh, you want to give participation awards to everyone? And it, it's not that. But it's the same thing. If you want people to be excited or to excel at something, give them the room to learn the skills and develop those things and express it in, at their own pace. Yeah. The, you know any people learn differently at different paces it doesn't mean that they won't ever get to the end result but if you are cut off at 15 to even make choices mm-hmm. to go beyond that to go to university the fact that they're like you can only pick when i was in school they told me with my a level choices i couldn't do this subject and this subject because they clashed what on the timetable and gcse's you pick do you want to do like arts type stuff? Yeah. Or do, you know, to so, do yeah, triple yeah. science and arts was a problem because they were clashing on the timetable. Oh, okay. To do history and geography clashed. Yeah. So that was the same with me. So I had like blocks you had to choose out of and it was like creative, a creative block and then a humanities block and then another block. But I can't remember what that block was. But like they'd, they, I swear that they'd like rigged it so that you could choose like, because like PE should technically be in the creative block, really. PE should be just for the sake of it daily. But like GCSE everyone. level, like GCSE PE, like nude PE. Yeah. Um, yeah, you can pick that or. Yeah, but then they'd done it so that some people could, because they kind of knew that more people would pick it, so they like put it in different blocks. But the idea that you could not take art and another creative subject because well that would mean that you're you're doing two creative subjects and that's just not allowed oh no like but in my school there was they were put into columns and you had to you have to take your options don't you Mm -hmm. which is already cutting you off yeah and then when i picked so after my gcse results i think options are an i think being able to say in year nine you can to have the option to choose a subject that you want to, and you can drop subjects that you have no interest in, I think is a really good idea. And I think that's a really lovely idea that you could say, I don't like geography, but I love history. So can I spend more time doing history? Which is what we spoke about last week. But then if you're going to put it in blocks, which means that then you have to choose between things that you really love. Yeah, you could. You, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. You, you could choose, but you couldn't. There were lim- there were strict yeah. limitations to it. Yeah. And then when I did my A levels, I was told on results day, I told them that I had to go to college because I couldn't take the subjects I wanted to mm-hmm. in school. And they said, "Yes, you can, definitely." And then when I turned up on the first day for school, my subjects clashed. Mm. So then I had to go and do an A level in the night in college. Oh. 
to to have my choices. So did you have a sixth form? Yeah. Right. And in sixth form, they assured me that if I stayed in school, mm. I would be able to do all my choices. Right, okay. So I picked my four choices, yeah. turned up on the first day of and school, like, no, and they it. said, these subjects clash, you can't. Okay. So then overnight, I had to go to college on my own with a bunch of adult learners to do another A-level, mm. which was every Monday from 6pm till 9pm. Yeah. After a full day. That's ridiculous. Uh, yeah. I did the first year. I went back to college the second year, went in, and the first block we went through, oh, here's what we're covering this term. And I had to place my hand up and be like, oh, I've done this block. Yeah. And they said, oh, yes, but there's not enough people from last year doing it this year. So we're just starting again. You can just sit the exams and... Oh, my goodness. So, like, you know, I am speaking from someone that I feel got stitched up to an extent. And it's mm. still, like, in the best case scenario, you know, it's like first world problems. Yeah. But it wasn't clearly articulated. There was no communication between the school and mm-hmm. college. I had to do it all. Well, that's the thing. I just And I didn't think... have those skills. I, I wasn't confident enough to stand my ground. Mm-hmm. But, like, that, I think when I was talking about people being on Twitter, being like, oh, don't worry, because I did this as like a like a consolation thing no one is thinking of like people like kids as individuals like how much would have that decision like what they were saying to you how much would that have hurt you they're mm. not thinking of it like that they're thinking of like oh how many people can we get to choose the subject does this clash with more you know like it's, it's not thinking about oh well on an individual level no, no, really they're, like they're thinking of kid. capacity. They yeah, just like completely. these classes are like the same time. And timetabling and structure of a timetable as opposed to being like, what is the best for this individual, these groups of kids? Whereas if they had topics with teachers and you could explore <laughs> well, and then yeah. have support, more like... Le- I, I'm not getting into it. We're not it getting into it. Because I don't know enough about it. No. But yeah. I think I'm just annoyed at how non-empathetic people but I th- I, are. Well, Speaking as someone maybe that it's is not... crippled by empathy, but, like, I think the last two weeks, and, e- wow, even... There are, there have been events recently where you have just seen how little people care about other humans. But I, I don't think... That, I don't know. There probably were people that were doing that, but I think the people that are saying, don't worry, look at me, I'm really successful. Yeah. Do you think that's coming from a place of no, n- a lack of empathy, or maybe they just communicated it in a I way just, that yeah. is... But I don't see that as helpful. I don't see... I hate it when you have a problem. And, like, I, the number one thing I really get annoyed about when I'm crying my eyes out is someone to be like... Breathe. It'll be fine. <laughs> well, at least breathing is an action yeah. that I can take and I can be like, okay, cool, that's something I can do. But for someone to be like, it'll be all right, it'll pass, is, like, one of the most frustrating things to say, that, that people say to me. And I could not help but being like... Imagine feeling that cru- the whole world is against you. It's just a crushing moment in your life, and people are saying it'll be fine. Yeah, but I think they meant, "Don't worry, I'm old. I was yeah. there." They're trying to say, "I got, I, I was see, in a position." Yeah, I see your but, point. But, but the, I... for those people as well, they're not recognizing that some of those kids are like, "No, I should have got straight A's, mm-hmm. and I got, you know, the, yeah. it's a total injustice." Yeah. But the, it should never have been left to. Didn't this all kind of come out a week or so before the actual results? It was never like this year. This is how we're going to do yeah. it. Well, no the, one knew, no how one can you entrust the teacher to teach kids, but then be like, "Oh, we couldn't possibly let you grade them." Oh no, not at all. Because you haven't worked with that kid for five but I did years. See, of their life. I did see a tweet about it where they were like, "Don't blame the algorithm. I write algorithms. Algorithms carry out the actions of the person yeah. requesting it." It was not an algorithm that downgraded you. Oh, it yeah, was it's the not, rules of the algorithm. 100% that algorithm did as it was told to. Someone had to program that algorithm into a computer. But this is, you know, this is the thing of everyone's on a time frame. Mm. It was not like there's a global pandemic. Let's just slow this all down. Mm-hmm. And yes, maybe everything gets delayed. But I don't think there's a lot of evidence saying, like, if you take a gap year you're going to be worse at university. No, I don't think so. So, you know, I know that it's difficult, but that doesn't mean you shouldn't take steps to look at interim solutions rather than just being like, well, we just got to make up a way to get these grades. Yeah. 
And also, why are universities... I don't know, it wasn't from universities, but why are we not in a robust enough system to say that, cool, you can have your predicted grades, and if you really struggle... Like, people get their actual grades at A-level, go to university and drop, and out. drop out. yeah. So what difference would it make? Surely they would have checks and measures in place to be like, oh, are you struggling with this subject? Mm-hmm. Here's the support that's available. If you don't take it, maybe yeah. it's not for you. Mm-hmm. It seemed to be a very... Just, I, yeah... And it wasn't a huge amount of time. If you're saying that taking three months off your education mm. and does all the things that happened for the 12, 15, yeah. 17 years yeah, exactly. before. Did yeah. it happen with GCSEs today? Well, did they just turn and said that they're going to be awarded the teacher assigned grades? Do you think teachers are just out there right now? socially distanced in every pub across the country be like yes yeah thank god apart um, from the ones that were like oh i stitched them right up on those grades i know i don't know but then they did they did announce last night that they were not releasing btech grades not releasing them no what does that mean so like everyone got everyone that did a gcse got all got their grades but if you did a btech you didn't have your grade today why because they said that they needed to there was like a thing on BBC News that was like, we are categorically not downgrading them, but we are reviewing them. And I was like, well, if you're not downgrading them, why are you not just awarding what the teacher said? Which is what you've done with GCSEs, but for some reason BTECs were held back. So the there B- are a group of kids now who did BTECs who will not have a clue today whether they passed or failed or what they can do as a next step. And then you've got Casey Williams being like, it's fine, we've got loads of options. That's really cool, but there are also a group of kids that have no idea what those options are mm. right now because they don't know whether they pass or failed. And where's the... Everyone knew that they... Well, each time, at this time of I say Chris Williams, let me just say, I think this was an England problem and not a Welsh problem. Okay. You know, so e- I'm blaming the each person. year... I would guess that there are people that go to a very dark place around this time of year. Yeah. And there's not, I don't see a sort of explicit, obvious amount of work going into mental health support around. <laughs> Someone's going to be like, actually, Owen, there's a lot of this, but. I mean. They're probably, but I don't, you know, like, it's not on yeah. my radar to no, see. And there's, and there's loads and loads of research, research being done about the mental health of teenagers, the mental health of primary, like, even the mental health of primary school kids is now becoming an issue. Like, primary school kids are feeling stress and anxiety. Like, they're not even 11. And I feel like we have to those... stop the podcast because I'm just... They, like, isn't that rage. the saddest thing you've ever heard? That, like, and that a five-year-old could, knows what it feels like to be anxious. And, like, you know, there's all of this research that says this, and then you don't see explicitly, like, things being done. Because, you know... That there is a reason why these kids are getting stressed and feeling anxious. And if that, if for teenagers, you could probably link it to exams and the pressures that get put on them in schools. But yet we just double down and say, yeah, cool, that's the system, deal with it. You either thrive or you, you, or you it's like, well, fight or flight, isn't it? And if you, if you don't cope in that system, then we are not going to support you. We are then going to just you just get lost then. You become like the small minority of kids that get lost in the education system and then leave school. They could have been the next, I don't know, they could have been the next Prime Minister of the UK and done an amazing job. But because, for whatever reason, they didn't hit target grades, everyone was just like, I'll just forget about them. Let's focus on the actual kids that are going to get A-stars to C's. It's really sad. Yeah, I'm holding my breath. I'm so angry right now. Yeah. It makes me so sad that a primary school kid will be like, I feel anxious today. And so I think this type, let's zoom out from uh, just education because it's not just linked to any one thing. I think it comes back to that idea of knowledge and it versus ignorance. So if you know there's a better way of doing something, mm-hmm. at that point it becomes a choice whether you yeah. do it or not. And there's there's going to be constraints and everything feels like it's always the argument of oh well it's really hard to steer a big ship like you can't turn you just can't turn an oil tank around i mean if you've watched parts of the caribbean i would beg to differ yes which one number five yeah yes (laughs) exact scene i was talking about um yeah but like just because it's difficult 
Doesn't mean it can't be done. And doesn't mean it shouldn't be like the... If... I don't know. Like we do it on a lot of things, but like in medicine, nutrition, like all these things, it takes so long to change messages. So long, yeah. And people are like, oh yeah, we know that, but you know, that's really hard to change Mm -hmm. the course. And people give up on it. And people are like, yeah, but it's always been done like that. So might as well just carry on doing it like that. It's like, well, just because it's always been done like that doesn't mean it's right. No, and how do you, how do you implement it in your own life? It's re- it is really difficult. So if you find out, there's a lot of people that just don't know certain things happen, but then, you know, you hear people be like, oh, don't, t- oh, don't tell me now because that'll spoil it for me. Mm-hmm. Don't tell me where my food comes from because that'll upset me. Don't tell me where <laughs> this comes from because it'll spoil it for me. And, you know, if we don't, if you don't have people out there campaigning for that change, mm-hmm. I guess it never happens. But education, the way we work, like look at working from home now. I love it when you start a new job and or like when you are training someone in a new job and they'll go, Why? Why do you do that? You're like because we just uh, I don't it. know, we just we've always done it like that. And then you're like, ah, uh, that's genuinely the only reason I know that we've done that. Though but there's like a much better way of doing it. But you're just like, oh, everyone does it like this, so we just do this. And there's a lot of evidence for a lot of things you do in life that aren't ideal. So when you look at early years, the notion that just developing emotional well-being and intelligence, like emotional intelligence and and nurturing for like the first seven years Mm -hmm. would have a much better payoff. And then, you know, people always herald other education, so like, oh, the Finnish school system... And then you say, oh, so that's, you know, are we all in agreement? Yeah. And everyone goes, yeah, 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 but we can't do that here. Yeah. But it's the same with climate change. Oh, my God. So um, have you watched the Zac Efron series on Netflix? No, is this the one where everyone is, well, women, people around the world are like, oh, my gosh, because he's got a beard. And then someone calls him out for a dad bod. Oh, that was really sad, actually. But I mean, he's... No, but he's still like... It, ridiculously like, in shape but and then someone was like oh he's let himself go a bit fuck off sorry what do you look like like you can't comment on the way that's like and he's openly said that the way I looked before for certain films was completely unhealthy and un, like sustainable like, I could not live like that like there's one episode on that Netflix series that again I'm going off this wasn't the point where I brought it up but he eats pasta and he basically cries because the pasta is so nice and he's like I could never eat pasta when I was in shape. But he's not out of shape. He no, is, I know. He's still like 8% body fat. He still like <laughs> looks insane. But like everyone's like, oh, let himself go because he doesn't have eight abs anymore. You do use that. But like if you are crying because you're having pasta, like th- just just eat the pasta, Zach. It's but also fine. it's like when you see body transformation, like how, how Christian, or how, who's the guy... Um, how Henry Cavill Cavill got in shape for Superman and they're like just do these five rounds of push-ups and I'm like I think we're not talking about something here and there's (laughs) I strongly advise you to go on YouTube and look at the guys that basically tell you exactly the steroids that A-list celebrities take 100% yeah like how damaging it is to be I love the posters so when I worked in like a globo gym the posters that are like do Les Mills you'll look like this and you're like they ain't looking like that just from doing body pump let me tell you like that is not the reason they're in shape people are like oh cool I'll just do body pump twice a week I'll look like that it's fine all my problems are solved yeah anyway poor old Zach but on the Netflix series he goes to Uh, Iceland and he looks at what they've been doing in terms of climate change and like it's insane geothermal heating oh my goodness you know and then like I was talking about it with a group of people and they were like yeah but like we don't have that and like I think Kerry was like oh no we had one day last year where we ran off renewable energy so I'm like we can do it it's just we always say oh yeah but they've got this thing so we could never replicate that but because it's vested interests in fossil fuels yeah and all these big difficult things to understand but yeah we can 100 yeah. it there's just no financial impetus to do it yeah whereas if we said if there was a big push to make if they banned commercial airlines so mm-hmm. you can't go on holiday in an airplane unless it's a solar powered plane 
how fast do you think someone would work to create a solar powered plane? Oh. Well, there is a solar. Well, plane. I was going to say, I bet it would be here tomorrow. Well, there are planes that have they've they've done a. There's been a plane that's been flying. Go and Google Fact this. Check Fact it. check. Oh, don't go and Google because that's part of Mark Zuckerberg's private Bill Gates conspiracy. But go on the internet or go to a library when they're reopen and find out there is a plane that I believe has circumnavigated the globe numerous times just off solar. See, it exists. It's just not at the moment. It's not where the money is. So people are like, ah. Oh. We'll ignore it. There's an interesting thought process on that in science. We need to carry your carry here to mm. <laughs> to, to bring me back oh, down yes, to earth yes. now. If it can be done in science, it's a matter of when, not if. So time yeah. travel, we don't know. Right. But, like lead into gold. Yeah. You can do that. Yeah. It just costs more to do it than the gold is worth mm-hmm. currently. Mm-hmm. But... If the technology exists, yeah. it is only a matter of time. Like when it will happen, yeah. To when it will happen. And they, they talk about nanobots. Mm-hmm. And basically, if you think about everything is built from atoms. So technically, if you could have tiny nanobots that can recreate themselves mm-hmm. from raw materials that are available in the atmosphere, mm-hmm. you could send them out into space. You could send one out into space and it could build a planet. Oh, hell, I hate stuff like that. <laughs> So everything, you know, once you have the technology, if it, if it existed that something could take raw materials in the atmosphere and cre- and bond them together to make mm. new other elements, that's how chemistry works, isn't it? Yeah, you can change like the molecular structure of stuff and make another element, mm. or you can take the raw materials yeah. and combine them. Yeah. Like you could take hydrogen and oxygen and make water. Yeah. So if you had things that can replicate themselves then you could send a few out, they just replicate themselves loads and loads of times from the raw materials, then there'd be enough of them, like Big Hero 6, where his nanobots oh, do... Brrr, like, that's the best film. That's where we should be going. Oh my God, Mickey just fell. Mickey just punched me. <laughs> Sorry. For using fake science. No, because you, you made my head hit. It's a bit interesting, science. isn't it? I am like, I try and get my head around loads of things, and then you start, as soon as someone mentions like space... I, I can't... My brain can't comprehend it. Just watch Neil deGrasse Tyson videos. Baffles me. Have you seen the Mars, the new Mars rover that they drove around New York? No. Was it New York? Oh, it looks like the Cybertruck, the Tesla Cybertruck, with giant wheels. No. And th- it's just driving around the city. What, just showing off? Yeah, but it's huge. You know, like, the Mars rover was, like, Wally, yeah. the other one. No, this is, like, the 18 van. No. But chrome. Yeah, with oh. a big... Chrome NASA badge on the Is it side. bad I always imagine when you're like, oh, like a rover, I always think of Wally. Like every time. I thought you were going to say like a, a mini metro, like a rover, the British company. <laughs> How no, cool would it be if that's why you don't see rover anymore? Because they've just been working on the Mars rover. And we've all been like, oh, my, my gran used to have a rover. But actually, like, guys, we've just been working on space vehicles. <laughs> imagine. We can't be making modestly priced hatchbacks. <laughs> They weren't though, were they? They were like kind of premier. They were sort of, they were like if you couldn't afford a Jaguar, you get a Rover. Is was it? it? Yeah, I think. Ah, well, I when I my I... my gran had a Van der Plas, a, a mini metro. <laughs> it had leather seats and electric windows. Um, whenever I think of Rovers, I just think of like big and deal brown cars. Yeah, they come in. Well, I think they get the paint from the same factory they paint the foil for Quality Street. <laughs> yeah. That green, yeah. that pale green car <laughs> that only old people have is a Quality Street color. I think you're right. Yeah. Doesn't happen often. No. But I think you're onto something there. So going around in big circles, the... I don't know, is it difficult? Like, you don't want everyone assuming they're right and just mouthing off Mm. on the internet, but not saying... Like, I know that it can be daunting to post about something right now because you're afraid that you're going to be torn apart. Mm Mm-hmm. So where do we go from that? Yeah, it should encourage you to do more research. Do as I say, not as I do. Um, but I definitely think more people should talk. A hundred percent, I think more people should be talking. Like when I posted about people crossing the channel last night on my Instagram that you can check out at now. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> I have a lot to say. No, but the I had to put in a caveat about... I didn't have to. I put in a caveat to say that I I do think we should have open discussions mm-hmm. about 
how we run the country, how we coexist with people, how the imaginary borders are policed. Mm. I mean, just so I can let you talk yourself into being brought in. So, no. But I don't think it's like you shouldn't discuss it. No. But I don't think newspapers should be allowed to print get away with printing print. lies. Oh, no. There's no accountability. Like, just the fact that Rupert Murdoch can own that many newspapers mm-hmm. is out of comic book style supervillain. Mm. Yeah. There's a good argument that we are in the Matrix if this is the world we're living in. If, tr- like, if, that's not, if, if Donald Trump being the president and Boris Johnson, be, you know, people being able to get away with, well, get away with murder mm-hmm. is not an indication that that's a glitch in the system and that we're now, you know, in the pick your own adventure book, you've taken that one choice that is like, oh, there's no coming back from here. No. You're just, you're just, you're, you're jumping chapter to chapter to your own device. Do you know what I'm talking about by pick your own adventure? No, I just think you always say pick your own adventures and like, oh, just choose your... So there were books growing up that weren't linear. So it was a choose your own adventure. You'd read a chapter of a book and then you'd have a choice at the end. You'd be like, do you go through door A or door B? If you go through the, like, if you go through door A, read on. If you go through door B, jump to page 75 and then you'd skip. You know I plug for coffee on this podcast. Can someone please send me a choose your own adventure book now? That sounds amazing. Yeah. Which is kind of what life is like, except why are you told that you have to pick door A and B at 15? Yeah. Whoa. But yeah, Choose Your Own Adventures were... Okay, well now I get it. I'm going to stop reading them. Are they like tween fiction? Is it tween? No, it's a serious... Is it? Is it, is it fiction or non-fiction, Mickey? Fiction. Hey! <laughs> because you... Look, you tuck an area... You were informed that it wasn't correct and you learned from it. You're a lighthouse. Be yeah. more Mickey. What? Hashtag... Two very simple phrases, which one means? Well, which? they're very similar, so they're not simple, are they? It's simple, not easy. It's that thing where you, when you learn something when you're very young and then, you know, you learn something so, and you think about it so often, wrong, that when you come to correct yourself, you always default to the wrong hmm. way of thinking. Which is a good analogy for life, really. <laughs> yeah. If you're always brought up to think not necessarily the right thing. Your mimetic frame is... Yeah. It will take a long time to align yourself with what may be right. But it's all subjective, isn't it? Yeah. Well, right and wrong right is and subjective. Wrong, good and bad. But I do think it's an interesting time in that we are in a position where... You know, I'm very... Con- I try and maintain an open mind stuff and I do try and empathise and understand why people that hold contrasting views to me hold them and it helps it doesn't it won't necessarily change your opinion but it helps you understand but there is no and I'm guilty of it in that by the the tone of the stuff I post Mm -hmm. and the way I talk is provocative but I, I do like debating stuff and yeah. I'm getting better in this then. I do feel like on through this podcast, I consciously put into practice active listening. Yeah. How, how are you finding it? Oh, it's a real treat. No, it's good. But I could, I could talk for three hours. Yeah. Just nonstop. See, I'm the opposite. I'm really good at actively listening to people, but I'm not so good at... Oh, humble too. <laughs> Joking. See, this is why people don't stay. Yeah, you're a fucking dickhead, that's okay. <gasps> right. What? Let's address the awesome gift we received. So, the fu- there are there's rankings for the finds. Lindsay Atkinson, thank you very much Shout for our swear box. Um, so there's, there is, and there is a tier system as well. So cussing is 20p. You know, that's a cuss. Oh, bloody hell. Is that a cuss? Yeah. Bugger off. I mean... I cussed. I'm going to have to get some 20p's then. I mean, do you want me to give examples for them all? Because I... When I do swear, it's bad, so... Well, I cuss all the time. Okay. I'm a cusser. And then there's the next one, when it slips out, 50p. When it slips out? As in, like, I think it's an accidental one. Like an accidental swear word. Which is, is penalised heavier than just cussing? Yeah. Okay. Crap. Is I that think... What's a cuss? So I used to say, um, like... Gosh darn it. Oh, no. What was the thing? Why would I, why would I say this is rules? 
oh, so when I mentored really naughty kids with rugby clubs, I'd be like, can you not swear? Like, you shouldn't swear. And they'd be like, well, what counts as a swear word? And I had to be like, we're going to count anything I would tell a primary school child off for saying as a swear word. Because they would obviously take it too far and always be like, well, what, is this a swear word? And I'd be like, right, anything I would tell a primary school kid off. So anatomically, I would not tell a, like, if a primary school kid something, said something anatomically correct, I'd be like, that's not a swear word. So that's the level we went. So I think cussing is anything I would tell a primary school kid off for saying. Okay. Would I tell a kid I could, yeah, oh yeah, you would have to tell a primary school kid off for saying bloody hell, wouldn't you? Yeah. It'd be funny. Although Ron Weasley's done a good job of... We almost got through our whole podcast. I deliberately put it in there. It's got to be there. All that's missing now is Kurt Cobain. I got, oh, mime- okay. I got mimetic frames in. Okay. And I just mentioned Kurt, so we're fine. Perfect. When it slips out 50p. And that then... sounds way worse, though. Yeah, well... For an audio podcast. Mm. And then the final one is big F words is a pound. Big F words. Yeah, I owe two pound. I think this was made a few years ago because, like, I think we're way beyond F words. I would put F words almost into cussing now. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. I think I'm being penalised heavily for that F word, and I don't think I should be. Are you, what, are you more offended by the sh word or the f word? Depends on the context, doesn't it? I mean, shit or fuck. <gasps> Which one am I more offended by? Yeah. I honestly swearing does not offend me in the slightest I am the wrong person to have this conversation with well would you rather be an effing idiot or a t-friend oh well now you're saying it but you're saying it in two different ways so I would one is much more malleable than the other but you're saying like being a shitty friend is something that I would be really upset if someone ever said because being a friend to someone is something I would an effing terrible friend or a t-friend okay Ah, uh, you can practice doing that. Why don't you just off you? Well, <laughs> um, would you tell kids off for that? Yeah. What do what, the they're like? Thing? Oh, why don't you just off you no, bed? You wouldn't. I think it's funny. I would have been a terrible primary school teacher when I thought about pursuing it for all of a year. When we ran an after-school club for primary school kids, uh, and I was the manager, I asked my staff because my staff were getting into. A quite aggressive fights with kids. you know they were like penalising the kids swearing all the time in a and all the kids were from an area where swearing was the norm mm-hmm. so one of the ways we looked at it was I told the staff that they weren't allowed to swear at mm. all like not just when they were running the club they didn't swear in club mm. it was like no you can't swear in the office yeah and after a week of that they were like I understand how hard it is now especially yeah. you know, like if you are sworn out all the time if it's part of your daily life yeah. it's very hard not to and then when you hurt yourself you know it, it's something that takes work and persistence mm-hmm. and it didn't stop them challenging the job but the way they did it they were they had a better understanding of why they were swearing mm-hmm. that it was you know most kids either swear to get a reaction yeah which just means that they want interaction with you yeah or they genuinely just swear or they get sworn out all the time so it's part of yeah I think so but I think that that's where I'm like I draw the line I think in terms of swearing if you're swearing it, if you're swearing at someone, or just swearing in conversation, I think swearing at someone is where you should draw the line. I think that's when it becomes offensive. But in general conversation, I don't see what the problem is. But I have got worse in lockdown, like a thousand percent worse because I'm not in work being like you can't swear because it's not very professional, I suppose. And now I just have conversations with my friends all the time. They're the only people I speak to. So I just swear. Going back to the office is going to be a right here. You humble bragging about all your friends and all your chats. By yeah. friends, I mean like you and the other person <laughs> I speak to in my life. Good. feel better about myself. <laughs> but yeah, I don't think swearing is as big as a problem. I like, I apologise if me swearing on this podcast has made some people be like, no, nah, I'm not listening. But... But for those of you hashtag still listening... Hashtag still listening. We appreciate you. Yeah. Alex, row faster. You can do it. <laughs> Also, I'm not, I'm not a test subject. I'm not just going to have three coffees to see what happens, as Alex suggested. Oh, I am going to microdose you. Hmm. I'll be like, here, have this It's when water. they're back to back. I could drink like six coffees all day. I'll just double shot the coffee for you. And I'd be fine. But if they're back to back, all sorts of problems happen. Okay. Okay, I started being aggressive, <laughs> aggressively combative last week and was like, I don't even know where this is coming from. You're like, you're arguing my point. <laughs> I think it's good. Um, but yeah, so just circling back round, 
continuously to the same point that's obviously my bugbear um we as you said at the start we started this with the view that people you know people should find their voice or should recognize that their voice has value and often i think saying stuff out loud and talking about it and posting about it is an opportunity for you to reflect like you know a lot of times when people are upset they don't need a solution they need to say it Mm -hmm. out loud and then it helps you piece together how you feel about it or what the options are but yeah if if people are just consuming all the time this is you know like there's this kind of incredible proliferation of information out there well that was another rhyme um but it's very it's very empowering right now like the internet has allowed people to put themselves out there and and share you know and it's not for any reason it's it's not like a platform to promote yourself but a platform for discourse and for learning Mm -hmm. and it's really worrying that a what i think it says a lot about the people that you are anticipating you're going to read it if you're censoring yourself yeah and maybe you should have a look at your followers and maybe remove some of them from your life if you're if they're holding you back from saying things that you want to say or you should be posting it and letting it play out and see what happens yeah but i think that that's a lot scarier than just saying that there's a good one the other day where someone posted it was like oh Chanel, stop calling family members racist on Facebook. And the reply was just like, no, with a heart. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. I think that, I think you're right in terms of like the issue is, is that we consume a lot and a lot of people are too scared to then give back mm. based on what they've consumed. Or that, that notion that you what you've got to say isn't as important as someone else. Yeah, of course what you've got to say is as important as someone else, if not more important sometimes. Yeah. But, you know the society that we live in has made you feel that that's not the case. But it blows my mind that people listen. It's really awesome. Yeah. But and I... like the messages that we get sometimes, like, unsurprisingly, will make me cry. Because I'm like, they're overwhelmingly nice. And like, we are, people uh... are listening to them. And it's obviously having an impact on that person's day. Mm. And the idea, you know, some people will be, oh, you know, obviously at... The dizzying heights of 110 listeners. Yeah, we um, didn't even address that at the start of the podcast. Well, I just, you know, we like slide in Yeah, triple centurion podcast. Uh, we should have got some, like, streamers. I was, I think, well, yeah, no, we'll have a celebratory video. So with 110 listeners, it's likely that we know many. All of them. Of them. But it, for some people, the measure is, like you said, oh, oh, you've got 100, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. But... When I was growing, back in the day when I was in a band, I'm always in a band, I just don't play or anything. Um, you were kind of defined your success as like people that didn't know you liking your band. And there was a bit of like, oh yeah, but they're your mates. Mm. And then The Steel, who are like another seminal, like awesome band that you should 100% check out. Shout out to The Steel for changing my life. Um, talked about like they there's a lyric in one of the songs that's don't care what your critics say they won't help you anyway yeah don't take to heart what they renounce your friend's opinion is where it counts yeah yeah and i was 100%. like yeah you know because the wider world is not your experience of life day to day yes it's awesome to have that like so if say for some weird reason this podcast was on a platform that it reached a hundred thousand people like I'm assuming some of the messages we get would not would be making you cry for a very different yeah, exactly. reason. And it's, you know, how you take that on board and trying to live with a growth mindset. I'm trying to think how many cliches I can get into one podcast. I mean, you're really, like, if we had a bingo sheet, you've, got, you've done them all by now. For sure, blue sky thinking. Yeah. But have, you know, living that life of taking everything as an opportunity to learn and grow. And But I think part of that is understanding everyone has the right to an opinion mm-hmm. it should be an informed opinion but you what you do with that no. is up to you. you don't have to listen you don't have to take it to heart you don't have to measure yourself by other people's opinions of you yeah it's just information yeah so everyone should you know i was wondering how we create or how we encourage more dialogue 
But maybe we don't have a podcast that makes people talk about stuff. I think we do have a podcast that makes people talk about stuff. Yeah, and we don't need to see it, but it's like, is there a way that we can... Or at least think about stuff. Would you like us to make a guide on how to start your own podcast? Because there's not enough of those on YouTube. Oh my god. It would be this. Just do it. Yeah. (laughs) It literally would just be step one. Press record. But I think a lot of people... I, I think that is the case where... Having someone you know say, oh, you just do this and this. Yeah, exactly. Or just send us a voice note and we'll do a podcast episode of your voice notes. I would love to do that. Yeah, I would love to do that as well. If you've got something to say on what we've covered so far, send us a voice note and we'll play it on the next one. And if you want to anonymize yourself, I'm really good at making voices sound funny. I don't think we should take that. Can I just say no? Just Jay. No. Just and Jay. Just and Jay. <laughs> no. I really don't think we should do that. I think it'd be brilliant. Based off what I your what I've heard of you, someone telling a really personal story, and it's like, I don't think you should do it. No, but I would love. If I think I would really love that. Cool. Let's do that. Okay. Let's finish on that call to action. (laughs) For our demographic. Did you manage to tell you to put that in? A call to action. There's one that me and Kerry laugh about all the time. It's a cliche that people say in in meetings. Because me and Kerry both have people that say it in meetings and I can't remember what it is. Is it in conclusion? No. I say that in everyday life all the time. Um, We'll put a pin in that and I'll come back to it later. I'll put a pin in it. That wasn't it. That's in Bolt, (laughs) the film. Disney fans out there. Is it? Yeah. Stick a pin in that. I'm trying to find the last one. Stick a pin in that and I'll come back to it later. I'll put it in the show notes. Thanks, Mickey. Thanks, Owen. See you next week. <laughs> Live, laugh, love. <laughs> every time you say. Live, laugh, love. Peace. Peace. <laughs> <laughs>